so they eat dogs in Thailand. It's it's not a myth. It's not just a thing. It's not just a weird stereotype. It's totally true. So they totally eat dogs here in Thailand, 100%. I may have eaten dog. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what meat I ate. And when I asked the person, he kind of smiled and said something in Thai. Uh, and I don't know what it was, but I could have eaten dog. And if I did eat dog, it was really good. It tasted really delicious. And so <laughs> I don't I don't know if it was dog or not. But here's a hot take. I want to eat dog. I want to have confirmation that I am eating dog. I want to try it. I want to go to a place and I want to order dog and eat it. That's what I want to do. And you know why I want to do that is because they well they eat it here. It's a thing. Like to them, it's not weird. But to me, it's weird. And so, but there's millions of people in this country, and I'm now certain that there are millions of people all over the world who eat dog. On a day, on a, on a on a regular basis, and so, if millions of people now hear me out here, no, I'm serious. I'm not even being funny. I want to eat dog, and and if you have a problem with that, please <laughs> reach out to me, and 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 try to change my mind, because uh, I'm I want to. I want to go somewhere and I want to eat dog, and and. <laughs> Because if so many people are eating dog all over the planet, I've got to try it. And when you think about it, dog is just like any other animal. It's not like it's vermin or something. It's not like they're eating rats or something like that. Like that would be inherently bad. I don't know if it's inherently bad or not. Maybe some people eat rodents and vermin, but I'm pretty sure vermin and rodents are like that meat is bad. It's tainted. I don't think, I don't think it's healthy. Uh, I don't think it's the same with dog. Um, just because we think dogs are cute and we keep them in our houses doesn't make it any different than a cow. It's still an animal. You know what I'm saying? We just feed it instead of <laughs> we just buy it food instead of buying it for food. <laughs> That's the difference. We keep dogs in our houses and we buy it food instead of buying the dog for food. Uh, and now when the person... Now this, the, I knew this just about like the third day I was here, uh, but I'm just telling you about it now because this podcast is weird things in Thailand, uh, weird things. And uh, when the person told me about that they eat dog here, it, uh, I asked him. I was like, I was like, oh, okay. And, and then it was a few other things that, that were weird and quite interesting. One of them made me a little sad. One of them made me a little bit sad, uh, and I, and this I thought was almost unnecessary. But they said it was. He said it was necessary. Uh, he was saying how it's almost like a eating dog is almost like a rite of passage here in Thailand, uh, and so what what children will do when they're when they're like going like coming into their own and like becoming teenagers and becoming men it's almost this like rite of passage that they will go out and they'll they'll capture a dog and they'll kill it and eat it um and now before i finish this part of the story they have 
like they they breed these dogs to eat them like they have dog farms almost like you have cattle farms it's the same thing they have cattle farms and they have dog farms uh so they have farms specifically for breeding dogs um and then like and they just serve it just sell it just like any other meat like they have those farms um and so as this person is telling me this i ask him I thought this was funny. This did not get me sad. Uh, I asked him, I was like, what, I was like, what kind of dog is it? Like, what kind of dog do we, and he looked at me and he was like, what? He was like, what do you mean? What do you, he was like, what do you mean? What kind of dog? I was like, you know, what kind of, what kind of dog? And he was like, it's a dog. And I was like, I was like, no, you know, like what kind of breed is it? Like a golden retriever, like a Rottweiler, like, you know, those different breeds. Like what kind of dog is it? And he was just like, like he looked at me like I had 10 heads and he was just like, it's a dog. Uh, and so I, now this is just my observation and just the thought that I had that like, totally could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure, uh, like the Thai, the Thai people, their knowledge of the different types of dogs is not as extensive as in americans knowledge of the different breeds of dogs because there's just so many stray dogs here and they there's just stray dogs all over the streets uh and they all look the same um and so i'm pretty and so like i know thai people they i know that they understand there's different types of dogs i get that like that's not what i'm saying i'm not saying that thai people don't know that there's different types of dogs that's not what i'm saying but i'm saying that their understanding or their like uh like awareness or exposure yeah, that's a better one where exposure that their exposure to all the different types of dogs is less than in Americans. Because if you asked a five-year-old American kid what kind of dog they would have, they'd tell you, oh, well, my dog is a uh, third-generation Rottweiler, Cockle Spaniel, Shih Tzu mix, and its grandfather was only grass-fed all its life, and then it was its paws were massaged by the dog trainers, and uh, we picked out our dog while it was still in the womb, and then that's how we got our dog Charlie. And so any five-year-old could tell you that. In America, that's how that's how crazy we are about our dogs. In America, that we just know how, like they like the breeding process is so much more extensive. In America, we're so much more particular. We all want to have all these different types of dogs and all these things like that. And so, what I am saying is that in Thailand, they don't have that same exposure to dogs. So when I ask somebody, what kind of dogs do we eat, they were just like, dogs. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, and so they, uh, so yes, they eat dogs here and it's not a weird thing for them. And so now I want to explain my definition of weird. So you don't get all, uh, like you don't get all upset at me for calling another culture weird. And so what I am saying is uh, that to me, to an American, there are things in this culture that are weird. And I'm not saying that they are wrong. My definition of weird is that it's different. It's weird to, it's weird to me. And so for example, for them, for here, him, them, these people in this country, it's not weird for them 
to eat dogs. It's totally normal. They just eat dogs. This is just a thing. It's not weird for them. But for me, that's totally weird because I've had a dog living in my home since I was born. We all understand this. Everybody listening to this podcast, you understand that that's a weird thing to eat a dog. Um, But to them, it's totally not weird. And so let's just imagine. So now to even further, further, uh, not prove this point, but to explain where I'm coming from. Let's say if I came to America, if I came back to America, (laughs) imagine, let's say I came back to America and I started eating dogs. The town would be outraged. (laughs) Everybody, I would be outcasted. I would not be allowed to live in the community. I, I, I would be weird. If I went, came back to America, which I am going to come back to America. If I came, when I come back to America, if I started eating dogs, everybody, it would just be, it would be obvious that I am weird and it would be bad. Everybody, if I was in the town of Iceland, the town that I grew up in, if I started eating dogs, and let's just say I lived in the same house that I lived in, children would ride past our house, my house, and be and look and point at the house as they were riding their bicycles past the house, and they'd be like, oh, that's the weirdo's house who eats dogs. Um, and they'd ride past and they'd laugh and they'd probably like throw eggs at our house on Halloween because I ate dogs. Like I would probably go to jail if I ate dogs in America. Like you can't do that. It's weird to, to do that. Like I wouldn't be able to, uh, like I wouldn't be able to go to the movie theater because everybody would know, oh, it's a guy who eats dogs. It's weird. He can't go to the movies. We don't want him around us. I probably wouldn't be able to get like an Amazon Prime membership, like I wouldn't be, I'd go to jail probably if I started eating dogs. And so what I'm saying is just because something is weird does not mean that it is bad. I'm just saying that it's different and it's weird. And so uh, that's my definition of weird. And I think it's okay. And I think it's cool. And I think it's, uh, I think it's better for some things to be weird I, I think it's good that some things are weird in life. If nothing was weird, then uh, things would be a little bit boring and they would just be a little uh, un- uninteresting uh, if everything was normal. You know, that just doesn't make sense. So I think we need to allow some things to be weird. Um, and so, one, weird, weird thing number one, they eat dogs. Weird thing number two, I want to eat dog uh <laughs> i'm sticking to it i want to eat a dog i want to try it uh what do you think number three this whole thing uh this podcast could I've, I've, I've got a list in front of me of all of the, all of the weird things um and this podcast could go pretty long so i might have weird things part two um and so i'm gonna start i'm gonna see how long it goes i'm gonna start with just uh just food just the weird food things um, and then, and then we'll see how long the podcast has been going once I finish all the weird food topics and then I might keep going or I might, uh, stop and then go for, uh, weird things part two. You know what I'm saying? All right. So weird thing one, they eat dogs. Weird thing two, I want to eat dog. Weird thing three, there is no, there are no germs in Thailand. Um, 
At least that's that's what the people think. There's definitely no salmonella in this country. None at all. Uh, because when you walk around the streets, like there's just a ton of street food, like street vendors, like wherever you go. It doesn't, it's not even like if it's like a marketplace or anything like that. There's just street food everywhere. Like you could be walking around the suburbs and somebody is selling food basically out of their house. Um, and so food, street food everywhere. One, it's all super delicious. Um, but almost like definitely weekly, I walk up like I, I probably walk a mile to go get this fried chicken uh, because it's so delicious. It takes me like 20 minutes, 20. No, yeah, it's a little bit over a mile. It takes me like 25, 30 minutes. So this route that I go, I go on a walk, I walk up. There's a 7-Eleven. One, there's 7-Elevens everywhere here. 7-Elevens is a big deal here in this country. They're totally different than the 7-Elevens in America, but 7-Eleven is so important and so well-known in this country, in Thailand, that when I arrived here in Thailand, a Thai person asked me if we have 7-Eleven in America. And I was like, excuse me? And they were like, yeah, do you have 7-Eleven in America? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, you have, I was like, but you, and I was like, it's weird that you have 7-Eleven here. And they were like, no, 7-Eleven's the best. And I was like, what? Uh, and so there's a 7-Eleven on like every corner. Um, and I'm not even in a big city. I'm not, I am not in a big city. I'm actually in the poorest region of Thailand. Um, and there's still a 7-Eleven everywhere. Uh, on my way to go get this chicken, I pass two 7-Elevens. Um, and the first 7-Eleven that I pass, I go inside. They have this really good uh, roasted coconut water that they sell out of a bottle. And it's, oh my gosh, freaking gosh darn delicious. And it costs uh, less than a dollar. It costs like 70 cents uh, for this bottle of roasted coconut water. And it's so delicious. Um, and so I go, I get, get the roasted coconut water there uh, at the first 7-Eleven. And then I keep walking down the road. And then I get to the second 7-Eleven. And outside of this second 7-Eleven, they sell this. There's this, there's this husband and wife who sell chicken. Uh, fried chicken and it's the best fried chicken I've ever had in my entire life. It's absolutely absolutely delicious um, And they're there almost every day like in the afternoon till they run out of chicken and somebody told me uh, I, I met this this gentleman from Denmark at a Muay Thai kickboxing gym uh, and He was a super cool dude uh, And so like one of the first few weeks that I was here uh, I went to the Muay Thai kickboxing and would do like classes and still well, not really classes because it was it wasn't a lot of people there um and i met this denmark this man from denmark uh who was here training and so we were friends for like a couple of weeks uh that might a story about him might come in weird things thailand part two uh super interesting this this fellow um and he brought me to the chicken place and it was so phenomenal. I haven't stopped going since. Um, so good. But just like that, how the, like the, the fried chicken place is really good. There's places like that all over the place. But some of these places, and you know, 
they're outside and their storefront is a motorcycle, there's no refrigeration, there's no ice, there's no uh, cooling system. And so what happens is uh, these people will come and they'll start selling food. And so not all of them, but some of them will just have buckets of, of raw meat just sitting just there on their motorcycle that is turns into like this makeshift barbecue um and so like picture this in your head picture a motorcycle like a little moped and then you know like the sidecars uh that you see in like movies and stuff picture a sidecar and then built as and as the sidecar is a barbecue and so it's this barbecue that's a sidecar of the motorcycle of the moped and so that's the setup and they'll just drive to a place and they'll set up station and they'll just bring their meat and then it'll just sit there in a bucket like raw chicken raw pork will just sit there for who knows how many hours but people just come and come and come. There's always people at these at these places eating this food. And when you go there, you say, I want this much chicken. And then they put it on the barbecue for you. And then they cook it right there. And then they put it in rice or they put it in noodles, whatever it is. Um, or they just, it's, they put it on a stick, whatever it is. Then they'll give it to you. But it's just, to me, that is so weird. And so there's some places that don't do that. There's some places, uh, I don't know how they do it, but they don't do that. Uh, and so I have yet to go to the, to the raw meat food stand and, and order some, some meat cooked to order uh, on the spot. I've yet to do that. But people do it, and there's not rampant food poisoning in this country um, at all. And so I guess it works for them. Um, and even like the restaurants will do this, some of them, where it's just like their, their stuff just sits there all day. And, uh, and so that, that is pretty weird. So there's no, no germs in this country at all. I haven't gotten sick yet, though, which I was surprised about. I have not gotten sick at all. Uh, I, was exp- I was expecting to get sick like the first week, definitely the first month. I've been here for about a month and a half now. Haven't gotten sick. Um, and uh, that was surprising to me. Um, I was kind of counting on getting sick, but, and it reminded me of when I went to Guatemala in 2015, like the first weekend I was there, I was just wickedly sick out of nowhere. I just got hit with this huge, this like crazy fever. I didn't leave my bed for like two days. And it was to the point where they had to bring, they had to bring me to the hospital and they gave me a shot in my butt. Uh, and and now imagine, so in 2015, I was, I turned 20. I just turned 20, or I think I was still 19 at the time when I got the butt shot. And uh, I didn't know the language well, and I got brought to a hospital, and everybody, they're all talking, everybody's talking Spanish. I really have no idea what anybody is saying. And they just, they eventually like, all right, 
somebody was telling them my symptoms and then they asking me questions. I have no idea what to answer, but they just see my face. I'm just sweating. I have a fever, all this bad stuff. And then they say to me in Spanish, okay, pull down your pants. And I heard <laughs> pantalones and I was like, no, this is definitely, I was like, this isn't, they didn't say that. I was like, what are they talking about my pants for? Like, I have a fever. Like, what are they, what are they talking about my pants for? I was like, why are they taking off my pants? Oh, we're like, why are they talking about my pants? Uh, and then somebody translated for me and they were like, we're going to give you a shot in your butt. And I was like, oh, great. Let's do it. I've never done this before. Let's see what that's like. And it was such a foreign experience for me. It was such a, an odd feeling. Like I've never felt anything in that region ever. And now they didn't, not to clear up any confusion, they did not give me this shot in my butt hole. They gave me the shot in my butt cheek. But I've never had any like nobody touches like nobody touches my butt and so like anything in that area is just totally weird and so i get this shot up my butt and i was just like oh that was so different and uh and so i get the shot on my butt and then i almost felt like instantly better it was phenomenal and i went back and then you know pulled you know pulled my pants up and uh walked out of there with uh, no fever and a new experience under my belt. Um, um, but, so I have not gotten sick like that here in Thailand. Um, and another thing that they do that's weird here, I think this is probably like weird, weird thing number four. Uh, well, let's recap. They eat dogs, weird thing number one. Weird thing number two, I want to eat dog. Weird thing number three, they don't... Uh, they don't believe in germs here. There's no germs in this country. Food poison, not a thing. You can just leave your meat out. Raw meat, doesn't matter. Leave it baking in the sun, even better. The more flies, the better. Yeah, people don't care about that. Like, there's just, like flies just crawl on food and stuff. And, you know, it's kind of gross. But, yeah, what else am I going to do? I got to eat. So, <laughs> like, almost every time I eat, I'm like, oh, frick, like, how many bugs? We're all over this food before I put it in my mouth. But millions of, but again, the thing that gives me a little bit of peace and security is like millions of people all over the world eat like this every single day and they're totally fine. And so that's kind of, uh, that's a lot about of what I've, that's a, that's a portion of what I've been learning here is that there's so many different ways to live. Um, and so even though things are weird, doesn't mean that it's less than you know and like i've always known that i think everybody listening i think all of you know that like in your head but getting to see it and like live in that different way makes it a a, a, a different experience makes it like oh okay all right this is this is different it's not what i'm used to all right it's a little bit more difficult it's 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 stretching you know, it's it's outside of my comfort zone, uh, so it's really different that way. But then I'm like, all right, you know what? Let's just roll with the punches, see what happens. Um, and you know, people get by. Uh, and so, and so, but the thing that I've noticed is that everybody, there's, every, people are more similar than they are different. Um, 
that uh, out of everywhere that I've traveled, one of the biggest things that I've I've learned is that people are so much more similar than they are different. Now this is a this is a half baked thought that I'd like to maybe devote an entire podcast to, but uh, the premature developments in my brain of these thoughts are that people are so much more similar than they are different. Like in the core, like the deep down inside, people are all the same. They just want to have fun. They just want to love people and they just want to be loved. Want to have a family, have some good times, have their responsibilities. And that's it. Like people just want to have a family, have a job, hang out, have fun. Like that's it. Out of everywhere I've gone, people, that's just what people do. Um, and But the ways that they express those desires are different. The way that they have fun are different. The way that they have a family is different. The way that they look at their responsibilities are different. Like, those things are different. Like, the, the, the oh, what's the word? The, gosh darn, the... See, you know what else I've been noticing since being here? I, since I have nobody to speak English to, literally every single day, I, every single day, I don't have anybody to speak English to. I do, I, I have not had a, a free, freely fluent English conversation since I've gotten here with somebody face to face. And so what I'm noticing is I'm getting stupid and I'm having a hard time speaking and uh, remember, mo- the biggest thing I'm noticing, I'm having a really hard time remembering words. Uh, because all day I teach, but I teach kindergarten through third grade. And so that English that I speak is at a kindergarten through third grade level. And then when I leave the classroom, guess what? I don't speak English to anybody because there's nobody who speaks English here. And so all I, like some, like the people who I live with, they know words, like in the community that I live in, uh, they know words and small phrases and sentences and stuff. And so it's just very basic things like come to eat. Okay, how was your day? Good, that's it. Like that's the only English conversation that I have. And so I'm having a hard time recall words and it's getting me a little frustrated. Um, and so that was a prime example of this when I didn't can't, I still can't think of that word that I was looking for, but the way that people, uh, show those desires, those core desires that everybody has, that's what's different. Um, but deep down everybody, what I'm thinking, what I've noticed and, you know, I could be wrong. Um, but what I've noticed is that people are much more similar than they are different. Um, so weird things, Thailand. Weird thing number four is that whenever you enter a restaurant, I kid you not, like this is <laughs> this is hysterical to me. The second you enter a restaurant and you sit down at your table, there's a server at your table immediately, immediately, and they stand there until you're ready to order everything, and they stand there in silence. And so I'll go out to eat with Thai people and that server will come to the table, won't say a word. And they're not just not speaking because they, there's a language barrier. No, because it's all Thai people at the table. I'm the only Westerner. Um, and then, so they come to the table and they just stand there and they wait 
until you're ready to order everything at once. And so I did not know the drill. And this lady was standing there and I just didn't know what to do. So I just kind of let it rock, and, but was just observing everything that was happening. And I kid you not, this server stayed at the table for what it seemed to be about 10. It seemed to be like 10 minutes. It was probably more like five. But she stood there for a, like a legitimate five minutes just waiting for us to order. And, and it happened to me again today. And it's the weirdest thing. So I went into a restaurant by myself today for lunch. Walked into a restaurant by myself. And immediately, this server just comes right to the table and is expecting me to order everything. And I'm like, hey, I didn't look at the menu before coming in here. Like, I didn't download the menu online. Like, I didn't look at your PDF menu. I'm going to need some time. Like, in my head, I'm saying that. But what I do is just order something immediately because I feel so weird having this lady just stand there. It's the most bizarre thing in the world. And then when you order in a group, uh, all the food comes out just whenever it's ready. Like you order all at once and like everybody puts in their orders and then it just comes out whenever. Like literally food will come out like 20 minutes separate from each other. And that I think is really weird. And it's every restaurant I've been to, it's been like that. Every single restaurant I've been to has been like that. And that, and that I think is weird and and you know what I think it is? And I think it's worse, all right? I think that part of Thai culture is worse than American culture. I think it is better that when you go to a restaurant, you go to a restaurant with people and you order all at the same time, that you get your food all at the same time. You go to a restaurant with people because you want to eat with those people. You should, all, you should get your food all at once. I think that part of American culture is better than Thai culture. And I also think that's okay. I think some aspects of culture in some cultures can be better than other aspects in other cultures okay i think some cultures are worse than other cultures that is a hot take maybe i don't know if you think that's a hot take or not or just logical i think it's just logical but nowadays i think that would be taken as a hot take if i think if i could say i would say and i would stand by this that some cultures are worse than american culture i am not saying that american culture is the best i am saying that there are aspects of American culture that are better than aspects of other cultures. And what I'm also saying is that there are aspects of other cultures that are better than American cultures. And then better than aspects of American cultures. Of American culture. <laughs> and so that's what I'm saying. Uh, that some aspects of some cultures can be better than some aspects of other cultures. Um, and I bet you completely some cultures are better than other cultures so but that is podcast for a different time we're talking about weird things um and weird thing number four five weird thing number 17 uh they don't have any sizes for their drinks like if you go to a cafe one size that's it there's no small no medium no large one size they have a size it's not even a size like they have your drink hot or your drink cold and that's it no size um, but the sizes are pretty big. I've noticed like the size, every size that I've gotten when I, when I go to a cafe or something, it's like hybrid between a medium and a large. Um, and, 
Uh, and so I think that's interesting too. The size is the size. The, the serving is not small. I was expecting servings to be smaller here, but the in this coffee you get like a medium, medium to a large, in the one size that they give you. So I'm happy about that. that they give you a good good size in the in the the one size that they have. Um, but I just think that's interesting and a little weird that there's no choice between uh, what kind of size you want, and also. It takes so long to get coffee, but the coffee tastes delicious. And they do, they do like when you order it, like they don't, they don't make, I have no idea how they do it, but they don't, they don't make it the same way that Americans do it. Like it's no, there's no drip coffee, you know, like a Mr. Coffee or something, uh, that thing, uh, like they don't do that here. Um, and so the coffee takes longer to make. But it tastes so much better. Like it's some of the best coffee I've ever had in my entire life. Just regular. I'll get like iced black coffee and it's phenomenal. You don't put anything in it and it's so delicious. I don't know what they do or how they do it. But like when they make it, I hear different noises like behind the counter. I don't know what kind of noises they are, but there's like a... And they tap this thing that goes like... I don't know if you can hear that. That was probably... Yeah. That's what they do. That's what the tap sounds like. They do that and they put it in the cup and it tastes delicious. It's phenomenal. Um, I have no idea what they do, but I know it's different than uh, than American coffee. Like they don't just pour drip coffee on ice. Like it's not, they don't do that. Um, but it takes mad long. Like I, I waited like a half hour to get a coffee once. And I was like, what? But when people go to cafes, it's like a thing. It's, it's, it's like an event for people. It's not, it's almost, it's not so much as a grab it and go type thing. It's like, oh, you're going to a cafe to get a coffee and like sit and enjoy it. So like what, this is what I think. Like this is, I could be wrong. Um, cause I, I think at some cafes, it's a little different. Some are more grab and go, but there's a lot of them where it's like more of an event where you go to get a coffee and you go and you sit and you know, you're going to spend a lot of time there. So it takes a little bit more, uh, more time and it's okay um and so that is uh that's different but i like it because the coffee is freaking phenomenal um and now the last thing that i'm gonna say on this podcast i hope i hope to goodness that you stuck this out and you continue to listen to this podcast because this next thing is the weirdest thing of them all this is more weird than eating dog this is more weird than me wanting to eat dog this is more weird than salmonella and food poisoning being non-existent in this country this is the most bizarre thing i've ever experienced in my entire life and so i went to go see a movie the other day and when i went to go see this movie i was so pumped because I was like, yes, I'm going to get popcorn and I'm going to get candy and I'm going to get a soda and it's going to be delicious. I was like, I'm going to get M&Ms and I'm going to maybe even get some Skittles. So I was like, I was pumped. Like, oh, this was an event for me. I was like, I'm going to go see a movie. And so I was, the thing I was most excited for was the M&Ms. And so when I walk up, get up the escalator, uh, 
And I get to where the movie theater counter is with all of the candy is supposed to be and stuff. And I see from the distance, I see, you know, like that M&M uh, like case where it has all the different types of M&Ms and it'll have all the different candies. And so I'm like walking and as the, the horizon is getting, the horizon of M&Ms is getting closer and closer and closer. And I see the signs. I see, I see signs that say M&Ms. And I was like, yes, because a little part of me was a little afraid. I was like, oh, maybe they won't have an m M&M. <laughs> maybe they won't have m&ms and i'll be disappointed but then i see the m&m sign and i was like yeah i save m&ms i was like i'm pumped and as i get closer and closer and closer i start to, i start to see what the truth is and i kid you not they had these m&m counters like these m&m counters totally designed and, and constructed to hold M&M's, the candy that I wanted. And this entire movie theater, it wasn't just one counter. It was the, well, like, one portion of the counter. It was the entire counter was filled with throat lozenges. And that was the only candy that they sold at this movie theater and now this movie theater was not like a budget movie theater it was not like a tiny movie theater it was a big movie theater in a humongous mall and so it was like it was the theater for this city like it was the big time place and i kid you not it was the the what's the brand it's a very uh known brand what's it called ricola ricola uh the whole movie theater was just filled with different flavors of ricola throat lozenges like that was the candy go get a coke and some throat lozenges and it was the most that just blew my mind i couldn't understand it I was like, what? What was I just like, what? What? Like, what? Like, they have M&Ms, too. Like, they have candy. They have chocolate here. They have Skittles. They have candy. But they just don't. It's just not a thing. They just don't sell them at movie theaters. You're not supposed to eat candy at the movie theater here. You're supposed to eat. You're supposed to suck on some throat lozenges. <laughs> so uh, now I know. I got to bring my own candy when I go to the movie theater. Um, and so my friends, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you listened to it. Uh, I hope I, I... And so if you're listening to this, uh, I'm glad you listened to it. I'm happy that you listened to it. I hope you continue listening because I love... I love, I love doing this. I love... I love making the podcast, and so I'm glad that you guys that you guys listen. Thank you. A few of you, a few people, a few of you guys have have reached out to me saying how much you like the the podcast, and I really appreciate that. The people, those of you, you know, who reached out to me, you know who you are. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that you reaching out to me. It makes me feel really good because you know this is something that I really like doing. You know, I do it 
for me, I really like, I enjoy it. And it's an outlet for me to be creative in some way. And so when I get good feedback from it, you know, makes me feel good. And so uh, I appreciate that good, that, that positive feedback uh, means the world. So thank you guys for reaching out to me. Those of you who have not reached out to me, thank you for listening. I appreciate you so much. You're awesome. Uh, and so thank you, my friends. I'm glad you listen to weird things about Thailand. Uh, and so stay tuned for weird things. Part two might not be the next podcast. I still have more than half a list, uh, of, of a piece of paper in front of me. Um, Thank you for listening, guys. I love you all so much. I hope to see you all so soon. You guys are the best. Till next time.